0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Whipped Cream Podcast. I'm your host, Bianca Harris. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I have an amazing guest with us today, Maya Pure. Yes, did I say it right? Again. Um, Maya's work is amazing. Uh, I've been following you for a while, so I'm I'm very familiar with it, but I'm not familiar with you, so I'm really excited to talk to you today. Uh, Some of her work has been seen in Vogue, Nylon, Vice, Dazed, Marc Jacobs, Oyster, Paper, Bullet, Mac, Pop shop and on and on and on and on and on. So, thank you for coming Thanks for bringing out your scroll. I had to scroll. I, got, I had to. I had to uh, um, brag for you a little bit. Appreciate it. I know how difficult that can be. In like, I, I come from a makeup background. Yes. I'm like transitioning out of that, but I've been doing it for a really long time. So I know how difficult it can be to be in this industry. So you gotta
1: brag a little bit. You have to know how to name drop and I'm so bad at name dropping.
0: What's your astrology sign? Uh, Guess. I've been trying to guess since you walked in the room and I cannot put my finger on it. Is it a water sign? I
1: think so. Pisces? No. Scorpio? No. Okay then I don't know. Cancer. Oh shut up like me. When's your birthday? Uh, July 20th. No way. Mine's July 17th. Nice. (laughs) Crab Well, you're all going
0: to fall asleep on this interview because we're so chill. We'll just be be like cuddling and like watching a movie
1: by the end of it. Definitely. I'm like slowly like smooching more into the couch. I'm a very bunch of cancer. Me too. Yeah. People think I'm like very intimidating and and cool and cold but inside I'm like shaking and you know wanting to like hug everyone but it's hard for me to express it. That's literally me.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Because when you walked in I thought you were a Pisces because Pisces has a lot of those traits too. Yeah. But they can usually turn it on and be more bubbly. Yes. But I knew you were some kind of water.
1: Yeah. I, I find it hard to like yeah turn something on. Like I can't I can't be bubbly like I'm very I have to be exactly what I'm feeling in the moment, or I feel like I'm, like, an imposter or something. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I was always really bad at,
0: um, like, drama.
1: Yeah. I mean, with, like, that
0: class. Like, I was like, this is a good class in concept, but I can't come in here and act like someone else. Like, to me, that's,
1: like, literally insane. Yeah, I, I liked drama. Did you? Yeah, I mean, like, my day-to-day personality, I like to be myself, but acting and being another character, I find, like, the perfect excuse to break out of my shell. No pun intended. With the sh- <laughs> the crab it. shell. Um, but no, I love acting, actually. Because I get to be that, like, bubbly person that I'm not really right in my day-to-day. Right. So, so yeah. I mean, do... I, could,
0: I could talk about astrology the entire show.
1: <laughs> so we'll switch gears. I don't know, like, a lot about astrology. I find that I, everyone in my life kind of all revolve around the same signs. Like, I'm really drawn to Taurus and Virgo and Gemini. And that's like most of my friends are just those signs, really. So I know a lot about the signs because of how I interact with them and their personalities. But it's like I don't know about any of the other signs because right. I'm not, right. I'm not connected to them.
0: Okay, yeah. so I want to talk about your work a little bit. Mm-hmm. What, I mean, it's really interesting, and you have a very specific style that you can tell is you. Like, oh, I know that's, I know that's your work. Mm-hmm. How did you kind of develop and create that? I know it's a really broad question. Yes, but. It almost has, like, a real quirkiness to it. I don't know if that's the right word. Mm-hmm.
1: But how do you think that that naturally evolved within your work? I think my personality really shines through my work. Um, so I'm not really sure how it evolved, to be honest, but I think when I'm taking a photograph, I have a very particular... Uh, vision and intuitive feeling that I'm putting into my photograph. So like with my still lifes, for example, um, all those objects are usually mine, like the inanimate objects, like I'll find at Value Village or I'll just like collect them. So there's a lot of like me that I'm putting into a photograph to document. That's so cool. I love that. And then I'm really particular with casting. Um, And... I think it just started evolve through working in fashion and kind of trying to have a voice while being paid for my work um, because it, there was like a huge disconnect when I'd get this huge client and they'd have all these like specific requests from me and then I'd feel like lost like well why do they want me so I'd kind of like force my personal style like into the <laughs> shoot and then they had no choice basically so I was like always staying with Did that my work out? vision. Well, it has so far. Like, I've yet to really have a client um, that complained about it. So it's kind of, like, my little secret. It's, like, I'm still bringing myself into the photo shoot, even though it's, like, commercial work or right. Right. paid or whatever.
0: Because you know. that's what I found. I mean, just being a makeup artist in this city specifically is, like, mm-hmm. all the jobs that you're getting that you actually make money at is, like, commercial work where, especially for makeup, it would just be, like, boom, easy. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, all the cool, like, fun editorial stuff like you can't really I couldn't make a living on it just doing that by itself. Unless you were like, you know, going above and beyond and I didn't really care about it as much at the time. So I just find that really interesting because I know a lot of people feel like they have to like dumb themselves down in their artistic expression when it comes to this industry because um it can be like shunned a lot. Totally.
1: Yeah, I guess that's my my main trick of the trade, I guess, is I'll always like stick to um what i think looks good and i i don't really collaborate uh with the client maybe as much as i should um i come in really confident so i make them comfortable on set so that they can trust me um but i really yeah i don't want to create work that doesn't look like my own so i'm very particular in how i shoot things
0: that's interesting yeah do you find that I wonder, <laughs> I'm like, that is such a cancer thing. I'm sorry about the fact that I you, but I'm no, so funny. like that, especially with my brand too. I'm like, it's so hard to articulate what's in my brain and what I want it to look like, even as much as I try. Mm-hmm. It's like, I almost just have to do it and show you. I can't really say it. It's really fucking hard. And of course that's a huge part of being creative, but that's been my biggest challenge. I'm like, you'd think it'd be all these other things, but oh it's my- not.
1: It's such a challenge. Oh my God. I, yeah, I totally agree. Like for me, if a client is like, no, but just like describe what it's going to look like, like make a mood board. Uh, Yeah. I'm just like, just trust me. Like you will see, I will show you in the moment. It's going to be great, but it's really hard to articulate what, (laughs) what it's going to be like. So yeah, there has to be a, like a big level of trust. Where do you, are there any like specifically,
0: (laughs) and I mean, it doesn't have to be photographer, but like, where do you pull your inspiration from?
1: I'm really inspired by my friends Um, I'm really inspired by music Um, yeah it kind of depends there I I mean I have so many different realms of photography so uh, like there's different categories so I work in the fashion industry so I'm inspired by things within the fashion world but then I've been doing a lot of still lifes and sort of advertising work lately. So that's that inspiration comes from a whole nother place. And then my personal work, which is like usually shooting my friends. That's an, another inspiration. So I guess it depends like what realm we're talking about. But um, well, what's your favorite to work at? My favorite to work in lately, it's been still lifes is making making still life. So I've been really lucky lately, like my a couple clients have been Palm Bay which allowed me to like, they were like, do whatever you want. Have your friends over, like get props and like have fun with it. That was really fun for me. So I just got to go like um, to Chinatown and just buy props and um, have all my friends who I find like interesting and inspiring, have them over. and drop fun. That was really good. Does that even work. That's no, it, like, it, sometimes it feels like I am so fortunate to have the jobs that I get because they're just like, have fun with it. We'll, we'll mail you our, our product and – we trust you. Make a still life. And I'm like, I can just do this in my bedroom? Like, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Um, Yeah, and this week, uh, I'm shooting for Melina cups, which um, are uh, menstrual cups that are, they look like little tulips, and they're colorful, and oh my they're, God. they sent me those in the mail, and they're like, do it. We trust you. Like, you know, do what inspires you. So I'm doing that this week, and I'm oh my like, God, that's, that's something I really believe in. Like, menstrual cups, like, changed my life. Like, tampons, I find disgusting. Like, I, I cannot switched, use it. But, but I promise
0: that myself, I was just talking about this, that yeah. I was gonna do that this
1: like month. <laughs> oh, you have to. It's it's insane. like life changing it, it's life changing. You can keep it in for twenty four hours. Maybe you shouldn't, if you have a light period you can. Um and you just don't even feel that it's there and it's it's crazy how like much less period blood you have than you think because right. the tampon like absorbs it and makes it, seem it look like, like you're like, dying Whoa. you're yeah. literally dying but you'll like take the menstrual cup out and there's just like two inches of blood and you're like oh weird periods are chill so yeah I'm, <laughs> I, I'm shooting that and I'm excited because I believe in that um and then I've been shooting sex toys a lot too like that's another yeah, did
0: I I feel like I saw that on your Instagram
1: yeah right yeah I really enjoy shooting sex toys Why? um well, I find they have so much personality like I find like a vibrator it it just like vibrates with personality like it just sits on your bedside table and it just has so much energy and I, I use a lot so of many... sex toys too so it's like it's I'm shooting something that I truly believe in, yeah, I guess, and that's what I like about it and they're always like colorful and that's what I was just gonna
0: say and there's so many cool shapes and like when you yeah I've gone in those stores and spent like five hours yeah like just like looking at all the shapes and colors yeah, and, and the silicone
1: so, textures yeah. are like really appealing to me um but yeah the shapes like I just shot this one it looks like a little alien it's called Eva 2 um Knox shop gave it to me to shoot and it's it it has, like, two little legs and then, like, a body, and you can bend the legs any which way, and it looks like an alien. Like, it's so weird, but basically the point of it is to be, like, a hands-free vibrator so that you, like, somehow—I cannot figure it out, but you somehow— <laughs> Like, tell me. —somehow, like, put it into your vagina, and it's supposed to stay there during intercourse. But you have to have the anatomy is like very particular with this one. So I can't really figure it out. But it looks cool. Weird. And I shot it with uh, this weird horse statue I had lying around. So it was really fun to shoot. Did you put that out yet? Yeah, I put that out. It's on my Insta. Okay, I got to check that out. Um, And yeah, and I just love sex toys. I like um, opening the conversation with women because I feel like there's been a big stigma uh, around sex toys in the past. Um But I'm just one of those people, I'm, like, hypersexual, and I love just talking to anyone about sex toys. Like, I don't feel shame or, like, embarrassment. Like, I could talk for hours about sex toys. It's just, why not? Will you talk to anybody about it? (laughs) Yeah, I definitely would. Like, I'm probably one of those people that would be on, like, a fashion set and just be like, oh, I was, like, using this vibrator, and people would be, like, looking weirdly at me, and I'm like, oh, uh, right, I should have a filter. (laughs) Um, But, I, yeah, I can really talk about sex with anybody. Maybe not when I'm being recorded, because (laughs) there's less of, like, a personal um, thing going on. (laughs) I get it. Yeah, I like sex, though. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't? If you're having good sex. Yeah, of course, you gotta have good sex. It's important, (laughs) and if you're not having good sex, go get sex toys, and you will have good sex. But,
0: okay, so here's the thing. I mean, I'll share this about myself. Um, Sex toys will save you from not from not fucking a lot of guys that you shouldn't be fucking (laughs) like for me Mm -hmm. like I feel like I'm like well if I didn't have this vibrator who knows who I would just grab totally like that's been like such a savior for me but also on the flip side I'm like "Eh, I don't need to go out tonight I'm good You know.
1: have have you seen um the sex in the city episode it's in the early first season but um Charlotte gets really addicted to her new dildo like the rabbit dildo and they have to like drag her out of her bed she's like eating chips and like she's like really dirty and like there's like kleenex everywhere and they have to go in and kidnap her to go out on the town Me. <laughs> yeah I, I definitely yeah i i get it for the sure. one that i
0: remember is the one where samantha bought him like it was i think it was a mas- like a massage device for her back and she's yeah. like i want to return this It doesn't work she's like my vibrator doesn't work he's like ma'am that's not a vibrator
1: That's really funny. That was really good. My roommate actually came home yesterday with a huge massager. Like, I think probably the same as Samantha. She got it from her boss. I think it's from the 80s, but it's, like, this big. And it's, like, so hard. And I thought it was a sex toy. She was like, look what I got. I was like, What? I've never seen a vibrator so big, but it's actually a massager. And she gave me a little massage. Like, no discretion.
0: You can't hide that from anybody. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: so weird. That's so cool that you get yeah. to shoot that, though. I think that's really fucking cool because you wouldn't think shooting product would be like that interesting. Because mm-hmm. you, you, like, you know, you're obviously, if you're shooting a human being, you get to like have that back and forth dynamic. But what you said was so cool because I was like, I never thought about it like that. You're like, oh, they have so much personality. Mm-hmm. Like, I never fucking thought about that. Yeah that's sick i love it
1: yeah i really see um objects as having personality and i think that's why i like making still lifes because i'm just like creating a world around what i envision the object to be living in yeah that's so cool (laughs) yeah it's fun i'm like playing i'm like a kid with a sex toy i'm just like looking at it and i'm like oh that's fun like let's make like let's put it on block like some blocks with like some dinosaur toys. I'm, like, back to being a kid when I'm doing it. So it's really fun. And I'm I am paid that. for it. So, yeah, amazing.
0: How long did it take you to... That's a, this is a great question that mm-hmm. I have because I know I love asking people that are in this industry because I relate to it so much. How long did it actually take you to get paid to do what you're doing? Because I know for mm-hmm. me, it's like I had to do so much free work at the beginning of my
1: career. Oh, so much free
0: you work. Know? And I don't think that a lot of people come into this industry knowing that they're like, yeah, well, like, I'm like, no, this industry specifically, you cannot do that. Like, you have to do the
1: creatives and the free stuff and all of that. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, how long did it take me? Um, probably took me like two years. Um, but I started out differently than a lot of photographers. Like, I didn't really know I wanted to be paid for photography, or be in the fashion world. Um, I was taking photos of my friends. And um, I ended up pitching an idea to Vice called Garbage Girls. And it was um, shooting my friends in their messy bedrooms. And Vice came back and they were like, we love this idea. Can you put some fashion elements in it? Um, Like get some name brands so we can put the credit. And I actually didn't know how the fashion world works. Like I didn't know you had to put like place in brands. I, I still right. don't really get it. <laughs> but um, but then I feel like that's kind of how... What was the concept behind the shoot, though? Um, it was basically... Well, I was living in Montreal, and my friends were super messy. Like, we just live in these, like, disgusting homes. And I started thinking it was really funny because it was just a weird contrast of, like, what they looked like. And they were, like, very studious and... Uh, and then you just go into their room and they're just so be real. like, That's like, so real. you know, like disgusting, yeah. disgusting things and like weak old food. And <laughs> I, yeah, I just wanted to document it really. It was a time and a place and, um, yeah. And then I thought the contrast, I guess, with putting fashionable clothes in the shot, it was kind of interesting too. And then I started learning that you could pitch ideas that you could incorporate fashion, but not in the way that a lot of people think you have to. Um, So I would come up with these weird, elaborate ideas and then just throw some, you know, Gucci in or whatever. I'm still kind of doing that. So, um, but yeah, I didn't know I wanted to work in fashion and I started, that's how it started evolving, um, mostly with Vice at the beginning. And then- um, So kind
0: of almost like it happens intentionally because you pitch this thing,
1: but almost accidentally at the same time. Accidentally. And it's a little bit of a trick too. It's like continue on, on what I'm say. I was saying before about- Like tricking people to trust me. I think I used fashion as an outlet to get my work out there. And I'd have these specific ideas that the only way that I could execute them or get hired for them was to put some labels or fashion brands in. So it was kind of two in one that make any sense it makes total sense yeah <laughs> you're like
0: me when I'm talking I'm like I go over here yeah, to like, some place I'm like does any of
1: that make fucking sense because I speak in English yeah, did I, no I, I totally over... get it and
0: I love it I love that like that's my favorite kind this is this is how I feel about it it's like I hate the fashion industry to be honest like mm-hmm. I just it's a lot of BS mm-hmm. but I love fashion and I love like really weird artistic work that incorporates fashion and art I've Mm -hmm. always been drawn to that Mm -hmm. and so that's why I like your work a lot because it's it really I I love when there's like some like grungy gross aspect combined with like something like really high level yeah in the photo or whatever it is that I'm seeing so I love that are there any photographers that you love specifically or that you can tell
1: me so I can Um, like follow them (laughs) I really like uh Tarn Simon okay T-A-R-Y-N she does not work in fashion at all um she's just so well spoken and articulate and I love listening to her speak about her work. And she just has these crazy ideas. Like um one of her projects she did is she studied um situations where people were wrongly accused of crimes. So someone would be like wrongly accused of shooting someone at a bar and they'd go to jail for Four years, and once they were out, she would interview them and photograph them in the places where they were wrongly accused of the murder. So, you know, she'd photograph the person in the bar that they were suspected to have shot someone um, or, you know, in a bedroom where someone hadn't killed their baby but were accused of killing their baby. And it's just really eerie. so fucking weird and cool. It's eerie, and she just does a lot of projects like that, and I just, like, love hearing her speak, and her voice is, like really slow and that's your yeah <laughs> yeah I kind of I guess I like I kind of aspire to be like her for sure because um she really knows how to talk about her work and not she's not she doesn't pretend to be someone she's not and she's very like chill and well-spoken and takes her time and I think it's some I'm trying to be more like that like really think before I speak because in the past, like, I'd get nervous, and there's so many people around, and I'd say the wrong thing. So I'm kind of learning that, yeah, you can really take your time and explain yourself, and there's no problem in taking your time.
0: Thanks for saying that, because I'm yeah. pretty impulsive when I speak to something sometimes. <laughs> totally. And I say, I just did it in the interview, like, before you got here, mm. I'll say things and I'll blurt it out, but it's, the way it came out is actually not what I meant at all. Totally. Like, at all. Yeah. And I'll be like, and then you try to over-explain that that's not what you meant, and it comes across like you're just... You're, you're not telling the truth, it's like a whole thing,
1: right? Oh, totally. And I've I've said a lot in interviews, like I'll blurt something out and then I end up, it's like documented for life. Um, <laughs> and I am I always thought that maybe I was too slow because there's so many people in this industry, especially fashion, they're like, blah, 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 like fast, fast paced, like loud. And I've always felt a bit out of place because I am a very like slow person. Um And I guess as I get older, I'm learning that it's, it's okay to be, to be slower than the other people you're working with and nothing wrong with that. (laughs) I totally get that because I've always felt like that growing up. Like
0: I, now I know that I'm older, like now that I'm older, I realize this, that like the way we're taught in school wasn't how I picked up information. Mm -hmm. So I just thought I was stupid because Mm -hmm. I didn't, I was like, I'm slow. Like I don't, I don't get it. Like I'm dumb. And I would just say, fuck it. And I didn't even bother like trying. Mm-hmm. But then I realized as I've gotten older, I'm like, number one, I don't pick up information that way. I just don't. Yeah. And my brain just doesn't process in that way. So it doesn't necessarily mean like I'm slow. Mm-hmm. It just means I pick it up differently. Yeah, you're so just different. I love that you said that because yeah. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Because what will happen is you try to um, overcompensate for that slowness mm-hmm. in speaking, and then you end up saying the wrong thing or you just yeah. are scattered.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and I feel like the school system doesn't cater to, like, different learning styles either. Um, I re- I didn't do very well at high school, and, yeah, it was a re- huge struggle for me. But then I moved to Toronto because I'm from Victoria. And I moved here, and every, like, one in three schools is, um, what do you call it, independent, an independent school? Or what do you call it here? I don't know. No, um no, not Montessori. No, everyone goes to these like creative, like dance schools. Oh, or- oh, like art, like art uh, school or whatever. What you we, call all, that, we called it an independent school in Victoria, but oh, it was okay. like where all the bad like kids like alternative went. school. Alternative, thank you. It was where all the bad kids went. So my dad oh. would be like, "Oh, if you don't like smarten up, I'll send you to an alternative school." You're like, <laughs> oh, no, Dad, stop, stop. <laughs> but like, I come here, and every cool person I meet went to an alternative school. So right. yeah, it's kind of like something to think about, like yeah maybe more cities should have more alternative schools but I was definitely in a very like traditional system and I did not flourish (laughs) when did you come here um I came here five years ago did you find it intimidating when you got here oh no not at all I moved when I was 17 I moved to Montreal so I graduated high school moved the next month by myself I was there for a couple months solo and then my two or one of my best friends joined me um but I was definitely intimidated when I first got out of my small town to Montreal. Oh, okay. But it's been so long. It's right. been like 15 years at this point. Right. So Toronto wasn't a shock to me. Um, but compared to Montreal, it definitely had a different vibe. Like, it was very... Much different. It was just, like, big and kind of cold. And there wasn't nice architecture and, like, dirty and loud. I don't see it like that anymore. But compared to Montreal, where I was living in a bit of a bubble, Tr- Toronto was... Um, it took a long time for me to like love it, but I love it now. For sure. Do you see yourself living here? Um, or do you want to
0: get out and like?
1: I'm loving it right now as a home base. I travel a lot. So I'll be here one month and I'll be away probably six months, like a year if I were. Yeah, it's it. All for work usually? At like, yeah. How does that work? What does I travel that look like? a lot. Um, I don't know. I work in New York a lot and in, in LA a lot. Um, I love going to Europe. Like I did an art residency in Italy in September, and then I kind of stayed in Europe, went okay, to Berlin that and stuff. Tell an art re- residency. Okay, so an art <laughs> residency, um, you apply, and it's cut. They give you space uh, to create your work, and usually art residencies are like super peaceful, like quiet. Um, you share like a building with other artists. Everyone's really respectful of each other. Um, so I've done a couple at this point I did one on Toronto Island so you can stay at Gibraltar Point I really recommend it to all artists you can stay at Gibraltar Point um, and it's like a shared space you have like a huge old classroom so big amount of space it's on the beach so I would just like wake up have my breakfast on the beach and then create work all day it's really nice and then I did one in Italy at Palazzo Monti which is like a palace basically it was really cool I did that for five weeks in September. And then I traveled around for like a month I'm only, I'm like, I'm prying
0: on that question because I'm like obsessed with Italy.
1: Okay, have you been? Are you Italian? I'm half Italian.
0: Okay, yeah. And I went last summer for the first time in a really long time. Mm -hmm. And I like went for a good amount of time. So I was like, God, I want to live here. Where did you go? (laughs) Um, We went to Rome, Florence, Venice, Amalfi. We went to like six or seven different places. And I'm... Probably going in a couple months again, Nice. but I'm trying to figure out a way to like
1: stay there and like things. So yeah, well, maybe you should consider. Do you have to be a specific type of artist? No. Oh, there's all sorts. Yeah, when I was there, there was painter, performance artists, um, sculpture artists, photographers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you you could definitely like. What was that? Definitely go. Um. Oh my God. Well, it. I definitely was like a. I had I definitely had an existential crisis like really for sure because it it was weird sharing the space with our artists and there was egos involved for sure um and I couldn't help but compare myself to the other artists which is something I I don't do in day to day I never compare myself and it was like all of a sudden I was thrown into this like palace with like you know someone with like a top hat like creating this like <laughs> massive like painting and then there's like little old me you know with my little like still lifes and making ceramics and I just like, I just started feeling sort of badly about myself. I was like, what am I, what do I even make? What does it mean? Like the scale of my work is super small. I'm like, why don't I make these like massive sculptures? And I really did start comparing myself. Um, but I think it was really good for me. It was like a humbling experience. Mm-hmm. And I um, I started working a lot with ceramics and actually learning the intricacies of it, like through a ceramic artist in Italy and now I actually know how to professionally use clay. And before I was just like doodling around with wow, it, so like, cool. like a kid, you know. Um, but it was like a really, really great experience for me. Yeah. I think, cool. I mean,
0: in the moment when you're in those situations, you feel so inferior and like shit. Mm-hmm. But then you realize how much you get out of it because it will push you, right?
1: Totally. Like
0: in retrospect. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, need, I need a bit of a challenge. I me think, too. In
0: general. Sure. I actually start getting, like, sad and depressed. Sometimes I don't even realize what, why mm-hmm. if I don't have a challenge in front of me. Mm-hmm. Which is good and bad. Like, it can, it can, I think for me, it can create me always having to, like, push and, like, have this drive. Mm-hmm. But the other side of it is I've been able to create all these amazing things because I'm just like, I have to have that challenge. Mm-hmm. I'm just so like that. <laughs> I didn't even realize I was like that till later on in my life. I was like, holy shit. You know, but yeah, I think that's awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Okay, I think my final question is, and it's kind of, like, a basic question, but I like to ask specifically, like I said, people in, like, our industry this. What would what would some advice you'd give to, like, somebody younger listening? If they want to be a photographer specifically, I'd say. Or artist. Because mm. I feel like for me, when I was, it was, like, 10 years ago now, 20 I was at that age, I had no idea what to do, where to start. Like, it could be something so simple. Like, I remember if somebody was just like, start a website. I was like, oh, I didn't know I was supposed to do that. Like, stupid shit. Mm -hmm. I had no idea where to start, who to reach out to, what to do. Mm -hmm. So I just started assisting people. Mm -hmm. Thank God that worked, but.
1: Um, I think for photographers starting out, I would recommend to just shoot, like, your life. Like, document your life um, and see, like, what your eye is drawn to. In general and like don't try to be like other photographers just like really see just really analyze yourself like what am i draw what kind of people am i drawn to why do i love photography because that's what i did i shot for like three or four years just on my little pentax um and that's kind of how i started evolving is because um i would look at my work and make comparisons and um that's so hard not to do now cuz of Instagram, right? It's like Yeah, it's a whole nother world. I feel like I was like back in 1972 like with my film <laughs> yeah, camera like yeah. around Montreal like seagulls flying everywhere. Yeah. Like I it was really a, it was a it was a different it time. Was a different time. Which sounds weird cuz I'm not that old, I but I would really I was lucky to start out before Instagram cuz like Instagram's even affecting my work now like totally oh my god it's, everything
0: my whole brain it just yeah. yeah it's
1: terrible i mean but it's a great outlet too i mean it's great for new photographers cuz they can show their work they just have to post a photo and they have um they access. have access and um views and before there was nowhere to show your work like i would just put it on facebook or something i don't even know what it is why I used do you find do. that
0: it affects your work now
1: um because, I don't know, I'm, how does it affect my work now? Well, just in terms of, like, the look of my photos, um, I've started, like, cropping way tighter to fit, like, a square format. And I'm really drawn to, like, details. Like, I feel like it's just, like, training my eye to, like, like really, like, simple, colorful detailed images instead of what i used to do where i'd hardly i'd hardly even like look at the background before like i feel like i'm starting to um make more like basic work almost which wow. which is like terrible to to think about but and i'm really trying to stay away from it i'm like archiving a lot of my personal work and not putting it on instagram because i think instagram will like ruin the photograph for me so i have I like thousands a of photos i hold on to yeah um but just the ones i do post i find it's like the simpler the better which is something i never believed in before um but yeah advice for new photographers is just um shoot a lot and um yeah it's a really good question (laughs) i don't know what i what i would what i would say yeah shoot a lot and don't compare yourself to other photographers
0: i think that's a big thing for like anyone
1: yeah which is also really fucking hard
0: Mm -hmm. my whole thing is like especially when it comes to specific like my career i try to just like put it out i was just saying this earlier put it out and Mm -hmm. then like walk away from it And like, I want to get feedback about like, cause you need to know what's going on, but I don't want to be the person to know anymore Mm -hmm. because if I have to lead a group of people for this is for me, if I have to lead a group of people and I'm so obsessed with like every what everyone else is doing and Mm -hmm. seeing it with my eyes and it's going into my brain, it's going to affect what we're doing. So if somebody just tells me, it's a different story. Like this is what we have to keep on track with this and this and this Mm -hmm. works a lot better because then I'm not comparing, but I'm also not like living in some other year. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? sort of yeah like I need to kind of know what's happening out there so I'm not ignorant to it but I also don't want to physically see it because then I automatically will copy it because it's in my brain or compare myself to it Mm. that's something that I've learned over time
1: yeah that's what's good about an art residency because if you shut yourself off from seeing other people's work like that's what I do I'll delete Instagram and you know only download it to post something but when you really have time to like envision things on your own and not not have to see like the masses of photos and other beauty pictures and stuff. It's like, that's when the ideas really start to flow. But yeah, exactly. it's like it's poison sometimes. Like you can't even help, but think, but like, think about the images that you scroll past. You can't. Like, and then it affects your work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. It's, it's weird. <laughs> I think it's a really <laughs> difficult thing. That's why I ask
0: because Yeah. I, mean, I know how great it can be and it's an awesome tool, but I also think when you're being the creator, Yes. It's really, you got to be really careful with it, which I know you, you know that already. Yes. Anyway, um, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank um, you. If you want to let the peoples know where they can find you, if you want to be found. Oh.
1: <laughs> well, it's not live, but I am hosting a party tonight, but too bad it's not live, because everybody <laughs> can come to Editorial make, Party and Dance. Um, but where to find me? Yeah, uh, Instagram is Fear, and uh, my website is com. <laughs> And you can find me, I don't know, probably by a lake this summer.
0: <laughs> nice. So, yeah. I like that you left like an actual real human place too. No, <laughs>
1: yeah, well, you actually can't find it there. I'll never tell you where it is. <laughs> I'm leaving forever.
0: Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. You can find me at I am Bianca Harris and Whip Toronto. And you can find me in Italy this summer or don't. Bye.